Hello, this is Hardy Wallace, and this is episode seven, Getting Dirty Wine with Hardy Wallace. Most of the clips in this episode will come from Wednesday and Thursday from last week. We started picking early Thursday morning, and on my way down to the Shalone VA, where we were picking out some whites from the Brousseau Vineyard, I made a pit stop in the town of Salinas in Monterey County and connected with a buddy and a winemaker and grower that I really respect, Ian Brand. We caught up for a beer, and he gave us some of his insights and thoughts going into 2018. If you're not familiar with Ian and his family's wines, check out the wines from I, period, Brand and Family. So I, Brand and Family. Um, there's a tasting room in Carmel Valley. Uh, under I, Brand, he makes a sick Enns Vineyard Morved, which is a vineyard that we share together. And Ian manages the farming on that vineyard. And it's one of the reasons we're able to work with that incredible fruit. He has plantings of cab from the 1960s that are bad, badass. He's really one of those guys that's able to find kind of all these incredible little pockets between Santa Cruz, Monterey, San Benito, and the general area there. So check out iBrandon Family and Le Petit Paysan Wines. Monterey County, like, mm -hmm. give it to us. Sure. Uh, I mean, a couple of critical things. The biggest one is this is probably the most temperate growing region on the West Coast. Um, we have a really long extended season, mild winters, but very mild summers. Um, when you think, I mean, I hear a lot of people think Salinas is hot. I mean, it's 72, 73 degrees here today. And we have a lot of vineyards that top out in the low 80s um, in August and September. Uh, and then in addition, you have cool nights, you know, nights 58, 55. Sometimes we get in October down 47s, 45s. And so you have an area that ret retains a lot of freshness uh, Salinas Valley especially is uh, it's really great for white wines, for high acid Chardonnays or bright aromatic whites. And then you have got some really neat soils up in the mountains, up in the Gabalon Range, but also up in Carmel Valley and, and the, the, the uh, St. Lucia's kind of big Sur Hills area. Um, so when you work with those um, basic building blocks, you can really create some fant fantastic wines down here. So what we're seeing coming now is a lot of stuff. You see, trace it back to when things butted out. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of, not a lot, warmer sites butted out in that February thaw. Mm -hmm. And that was very early. And so the sites that are rolling in now tend to be those warmer soiled, kind of on the warmer edge of vineyards. Overall, the quality is good. Um, some of the kinetics of ripening remind me of 15 in that there's this tremendously short interval between verasion and ripeness and there's a bit of a negotiation around getting the, the full development of flavors and the um the balance you want out of it um in 15 it was evident in the plants that the plants were just not going to develop those flavors and 15 wines are really high quality, but they're, they're hard wines. Um, they're, they're much more rigid than you typically see out of California. In some ways, like to me, 15 was one, our, almost our most European vintage that we had in a long time, which was funny because it was also one of our hottest vintages. But it was our vintage of highest vine stress. Um, 
I'm not seeing as much of the vine stress as I think I should see based on how the grapes are reacting. Um, but things are turning around quick and I see people getting blindsided just with that really rapid turnaround. I mean, uh, we had a move into high gear fairly, we're moving to high gear fairly quickly right now. Um, and I think we'll grab things at, at good quality. Um, and I'm really happy with the, uh, with the weather pattern right now. It's very even, generally very cool. Lots of onshore intervals of fog. Um, it's a weather pattern we haven't seen in five years, which is great. This is like a more typically California coastal. It's kind of a wacky year to be normal. Right. <laughs> um, right. So, so it feels normal except because of the low rain. Last year, you're getting these sort of drought-like reactions in, in the vines. You know, berry size is tiny. Um, cluster weights are going to be lower. I think we're going to be average to below average crop. Um, and I think in terms of skin to juice or the amount, you know, last year, um, things were really juicy. So even when you're pressing lightly, you're getting 165 gallons on a ton of white grapes. Where this year, I think we're going to be low on the, on the gallon. So we have a lot of density, a lot of phenolics in this vintage. Um, and if this weather holds, this could shape it to be very seriously and seriously good California vintage. After spending some time with Ian and his family and chatting, I got back in the car, headed down 101 about 30, 35 minutes into the town of Soledad, where I checked into the luxurious Valley Harvest Motel and got myself oh, a big old steak dinner at the Windmill Restaurant to prep myself for uh, that evening's pick. So it's midnight and we are at the Brousseau Vineyard and the crew is here and just getting set up. Uh, it's just about 50 degrees Fahrenheit. And as much as I pride myself on being like hyper-prepared, over-prepared, over-geared up for every pick and for harvest, um, I just realized that I have triplicate of almost everything I need. So headlamps, uh, picking shears, um, batteries, warm clothes, socks, etc. With the exception that my boots are 175 miles north of here. And I usually actually keep a spare pair of boots in the car as well, but those are also uh, back home in Napa. So um, nothing like the first pick of the year at 50 degrees on, you know, in a remote area, uh, doing that in your Birkenstocks, you know. Some people may think it's style, but um, tonight it is. With Harvest, you always need to be ready to change and adapt and improvise. And as I stepped out of the car and spoke with the vineyard manager, uh, they were picking several blocks that night. And the way they were moving around the vineyard, it made a lot more sense if I was the last one to be picked out. So instead of starting at midnight for my block, we actually started at 5 a.m. So after jacking myself up on coffee and getting just about 40 minutes of sleep at the motel and driving a half hour to the vineyard, I jumped back in the car, went down to Soledad, crashed out for about three hours and repeated the process and we started picking at just before 5 a.m. I have no audio really from picking as I was on the tractor leafing the whole time 
and looking at all the fruit. But it, pick one grape, fruits in, and we are off and rolling. Our shout out this week goes to our friend Liz Beebe and her band, the Dust Bowl Revival. Uh, for those of you that are into live music and if you were in New England, uh, this coming week they are playing in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, Portland, Maine, Massachusetts, a couple nights in Rhode Island, and check them out at dustbowlrevival.com forward slash tour and go see some great live music. Thanks so much for tuning in. Let's get weird. Mm-hmm.